God bless you. And thank you for tuning in to another episode of Christian Talk. My name is Karen. And today I wanted to talk about, to reflect on, the are you distracted? And Mary and Martha. Some may be may be familiar with this story um, from the Bible, but if not, that's fine. I'm going to read it and then explain and relate it to today, how it applies to us, how we live. So distractions, we have many distractions each and every day. That's just part of life. And I looked up exactly the meaning of distraction, and it means from the Webster Dictionary, a thing that prevents someone from giving full attention to something else. And number two says, extreme agitation of mind or emotion. So that. Okay, I don't have to explain anymore what distraction means. We all know what it means. (laughs) So I'm just going to start reading from Luke. The book of Luke, chapter 10, starting at verse 38. Now, as they went on their way, Jesus entered a village and a woman named Martha welcomed him into her house. And she had a sister called Mary, who sat at the Lord's feet and listened to his teaching. But Martha was distracted with much serving, and she went up to him and said, Lord, do you not care that my sister has left me to serve alone? Tell her then to help me. But the Lord answered her, Martha, Martha. You are anxious and troubled about many things, but one thing is necessary. Mary has chosen the good portion, which will not be taken away from her. Wow. I just can't. Can you imagine? First of all, Jesus throughout the Bible, we see Jesus was very close friends with, this is Martha, Mary, and then his, their brother Lazarus, the three of them. Lazarus is later on, Jesus raised him from the dead. Um, He got sick and died. But these were very good friends of Jesus. I mean, everything in the Bible is from the Holy Spirit. What's in here is what the Holy Spirit wanted us to know. So, they were very significant to Jesus. He loved them. So, now, Martha's getting upset. She's doing everything. She's she's getting upset at her sister to the point where she comes out and tells Jesus, you know, look, tell her to come help me. Like, wow. <laughs> so, I just wanted to read from that verse that says, 
chapter 10 at verse 42 where it says Jesus is one thing is necessary and it says in the Bible in the commentary which is very interesting although active practical service to God is essential and good our first and most important priority is love and devotion to Jesus expressed simply in time spent with him worshiping listening and learning from his word are we so busy doing the lord's work that we do not take time to enjoy the lord's presence are we so busy supposedly doing things for god that we do not take time to be with god that is what we need most and that is very true because I know for me, and I think for right now, you know, many people, and me included, um, not so much now, but before, um, would say, you know, I don't have, you know, there's just not enough time to read my Bible, or other than maybe, you know, going to church or, or, or something, I just don't have the time, it's just too many things to do, and it is hard, um, my kids are big now, but my kids were little and working full time. It's it's very difficult. Um, you have the children, you have the cooking, you have cleaning, just everything daily life. And then when you do settle down, you're tired. But that's when we really need to discipline ourselves and really carve out time. Just like you carve out time if you are married for your husband and your, or your wife and you make a conscious effort to spend time together. Because what happens if you don't? If you don't, the relationship it will fall apart. So I'm realizing now, and I think for many people, well, right now with the pandemic, you know, since the pandemic, we have much time. But... I'm really trying to set a time together, I mean, a set time to sit down with my devotionals, with my Bible, worship, and really listen. Not just read and then get up and go and do something, but to really listen to what God has to say. Because it's not a one-sided conversation, right? You can't just talk to someone, say you're having a conversation with someone your friend or your brother or your mother you talk then you get up and walk away well what is that that's not that's not a conversation that's not listening then the other person is like well I didn't get to say anything well that's how God sees our relationship that is the relationship and that's something that is learned and I'm trying myself we are all works in progress it's not nothing to I'm not calling myself holier than thou in any case in any sense rather I am right along with you all <laughs> work in progress so it also states um, just reading about Martha Martha worried about details she wished to please to serve to do the right thing but she often succeeded in making everyone around her uncomfortable 
it says perhaps perhaps I'm sorry perhaps because she was the oldest sister um, that she felt that she had to um, be in charge and make sure everything was perfect so she tried to do everything she could to do that and it states um, trying to read here so she tried to do everything she could to make sure that wouldn't happen but as a result she found it hard to relax and enjoy her guests and even harder to accept Mary's lack of cooperation in all of the preparations so Mary you know she was getting frustrated when her sister was doing the right thing here Jesus was can you imagine coming having Jesus come to your house for dinner and to have that time that one-on-one -on -one time to sit and talk with him and he's teaching like wow so that is so important and that is we have to think okay this was put in the bible for a reason and related to us you know not 2000 years ago but to us right now what is preventing you me from taking time to really sit and listen and be with Jesus. Yes, we're busy, but none of us is that busy. We have time to look at TV. We have time to be on our phones. We have time to be on social media, Instagram, Facebook. Let's see. <laughs> Twitter, Snapchat, Netflix, er everything. So we can find time. There is time just have to prioritize what's important and certainly God is important first thing in the morning is of course the best time before you start your day even that's what I've been trying to do um, to start my day off with God and then make a conscious effort to spend time with him before I go to sleep not you know because you realize oh you know I'm just gonna look at this movie and yeah then you look at maybe something else and then you realize oh I'm tired and I'm just gonna go to bed but that's no we have to make time for God and if you are spirit-filled Christian it states that we have the mind of Christ right so I'm just getting that verse. So the minds of Christ, that's from 1 Corinthians chapter 2, verse. Okay, chapter 2, verse 16. And it reads. Okay, so this I'm reading from the new. No, this is from the ESV translation. So it states. But, oh, okay, for you, for who has understood the mind of the Lord? So as to instruct him, but we have the mind of Christ. So that's really powerful. We have the mind of Christ. Just think about that. When we have accepted Jesus and his Holy Spirit lives within us, we have the mind of Christ. So that is really powerful and that is really something to um, to really, you know, think about and meditate on. 
as the Bible says, we can do all things through Christ who strengthens us. So I'm just going to read this part of the commentary from this ESV Bible. Because I feel like it's really a good explanation. So it says, we have the mind of Christ. To have the mind of Christ means being able to understand his will, his plans and desires, and his plan to restore people to a personal relationship with God. So it means seeing and evaluating things from God's perspective, adopting his values, loving what he loves, and hating what he hates. It means understanding God's holiness, purity, perfection, completeness of character, and separation from evil, and sin's awfulness. Having the mind of Christ also means possessing an attitude of humility, servanthood, and selflessness that puts the needs of others and their best interests above our own, just as Christ did in giving his life to save us. For this is the reason receiving the Spirit and following the Spirit causes a Christian's values and worldview to become extremely different from the ways and wisdom of this world. We must have the minds of Christ in order to effectively live for Him. So, amen. I think that that's, says it right there. That says it all. Because we are of the world we are in the world rather but not of the world our minds should be on things above though yes we have to live in this world and do what we need to do but we also our thoughts and our minds are looking towards um, things above so that is the question that I think just to meditate on and to just think about think about who do you want to be like you don't want to be beset with distractions um, your mind racing with um, you know all kinds of thoughts of busyness and maybe money problems or financial trouble or what ifs and worrying about the the kids whether they're little or they're big because you always if you're a parent that's you're gonna though we pray we're gonna worry about our kids are they okay do they have enough you know are they doing the right thing um you know food shelter finances especially now getting sick the pandemic i mean it could go on and on and on that we have to settle our minds and though right now G- Jesus he is in heaven now but he has left us with a special gift as they said his love letter the Bible words to comfort and to instruct and to guide us and lead us help us because he knows everything that we will go through and are going through everything in this world 
everything that is going on now, nothing is a surprise to him. So, with that, I just want to say thank you for listening to another episode of this podcast. Um, I will be coming back again. And just remember, give that God loves you, that he wants you to be in heaven with him. So don't wait to make that decision to make Jesus the Lord of your life. We won't live forever. And we will. We want to be with him in heaven. And then we will have, as it states in Revelation, there will be no more tears, pain, suffering. We will be in just total perfect bliss and happiness. I can't even imagine. I love that song too. That song, I can't even imagine. Mercy me. But I can't even imagine. Okay, everyone. You have a blessed day or evening. And I will, you will hear me in the next podcast. Bye.